Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. I'm going to talk today about a combination of stuff with regards to brainwashing in the population and how dangerous it is and how far along we are. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the ugly truth about the system. And I don't owe allegiance to anybody in the system. <laughs> I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. I gave myself that award almost 20 years ago, definitely earned it, earned it every week with my podcast and gave myself a lifetime achievement award as well for doing that movie. So that's pretty good. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> All right, now fooling around, let's go ahead and get the show going. So I wanted to make a show because I had been up visiting my sister, which I always enjoy, and we had a few conversations. And on the way back, I had an announcement on the plane, one of these ridiculous announcements while everybody's all masked up. And they made to make sure as I was entering the plane, they all oh, please, sir, could you pull your mask up over your nose? This kind of stupid shit. And on the announcement, it said that federal law prohibits me or anyone from consuming alcoholic beverages that I bring onto the plane and that the fine has now been increased to $30,000 per violation. <laughs> I just busted out laughing, but I don't think anyone else laughed. And I, I was just thinking, this is the state of totalitarian insanity that we live in, that literally people simply accept the idea that some federal aviation regulatory nameless faceless criminal organization can just write some shit down in a book and then some armed government thug could come by and issue you a so-called ticket to take you in front of a kangaroo court that would then issue you this $30,000 fine and you wouldn't even actually have a right to a jury trial in a case like that in all likelihood, some kind of regulatory issuance. And the average person would have no ability to do it anyway, and it would probably all occur in Washington, D.C., the travel and expense and everything else. It would be almost impossible to fight the thing because they'd probably give some kind of reduction like they do with speed traps and shit like that. But the thing that was just so incredible to me was that this is the state of mind that the people in this country live in, that it's just completely and totally accepted that there are these nameless, faceless government entities that simply write shit down like, oh, you have a bald eagle feather? It's a $500,000 fine if you get caught with it. <laughs> it's like, dude, I just picked a feather up off the ground. <laughs> and the people will run around and defend this shit as though it's not just okay, but there's something wrong for you for violating these made-up rules. And I don't think people understand how far we are from any kind of freedom. The framework that people use to analyze whether or not we're free is so distorted and crazy at this point that 
you can't even see freedom. We're so far back in the cave, you can just forget seeing any kind of reflection of freedom or anything else. It is fucking pitch black. You are John Rambo in First Blood in that cave after they tried to blow him up, and he's trying to light that that torch he made uh, so he can find his way out. It's that dark at this point. And I just think... See, I was rereading some of Trial by Jury by Lysander Spooner, which I'm going to start. And I haven't decided if I'm going to start it or the Vices Are Not Crimes essay, which is very short, which I'm going to do next. I haven't decided yet, but the Trial by Jury is so essential because the concepts in there are so incredibly foreign to people and so absolutely essential to freedom. And I already did no treason, and I did his natural law because people don't understand what the Constitution is. They have no fucking clue. But trial by jury is so essential, and it's not nearly as well-read or popular, even though no spooner is really popular. His trial by jury is definitely less popular, and it's more difficult to do in a format. I'm definitely going to have to cut some of it out because it's basically got a lot of footnotes. It's got a lot of proof and facts and and like Latin phrases and interpretations and things like that. But the core of it is that, look, the people through jury trials is how you keep the government in check. And the only way that actually works is if you have real jury trials. And we haven't had a real jury trial in this country probably in 150 years in most counties and states. The jury is supposed to determine the law and the facts and the legitimacy and the justice of the law and the reasonableness of any kind of penalty and all these other things. But of course, none of that happens anymore. And because of that, the people, way people think about freedom is so distorted and screwed up as a result of endless mandatory government schooling at every kind of level, government textbooks, all sorts of government publications, academia as it grows, as you get beyond sort of so-called mandatory high schoolish kind of school, it's all 100% totally bought and paid for lies. And as a result, people think about freedom in these very juvenile, simplistic, two-dimensional, incomplete, totally misdirected ways about voting and so-called constitutional rights, which really I've shown people again and again and again and shows that they don't really exist. It's not really something you have because if you're well within your constitutional rights in whatever it is you're doing and the police come over to stop you, arrest you for some bogus reason and they're doing something that's completely outside government authority to prevent you from doing. In other words, what you're doing is constitutionally protected, so-called. If the police come over to interrupt you, stop you, tell you to stop and you refuse and then you resist arrest, well, even if you go to trial and you win on the fact that what you were doing is constitutionally protected, you will lose on the issue of resisting arrest. If you hurt the cop, you're going to prison. You will get a felony. All sorts of licenses will then be taken. That proves that you're not actually free and your constitutional rights are just a made-up thing. It's pure lip service. Because if the government can come and outside of its own authority that supposedly has been granted, interrupt your exercise of your own rights without any possible penalty to the government. And with the penalty to you being that you can go to prison, then you're not free. So you're not free. That's why I did a whole episode on that. But my point is that when I look at the things that the people 
think now. It's so crazy because you have a government curriculum and people don't understand how dangerous so-called public schooling is. The idea of mandatory school is preposterous. The idea of government involvement in education in any way is utterly ludicrous. It's total brainwashing. The idea that these businesses that get licenses and all sorts of other things from the government. You have to have every business is licensed. You can't even open a business unless you get a certificate of occupancy uh, from the government with regards to a regular business. If you start operating a business without a license, they'll just come close you down. So all these types of businesses, they have to have government approval. If the government doesn't like it, they call it the black market. And the only real free market is the black market. That's the only place there's actually a real market. Of course, that gets massively distorted as a result of it being illegal, but people operating in the black market are actually operating in what is the closest to a free market than you are without, if you try to operate inside this licensed government market. But if you just look at the way things work and the reason everything is so distorted, one of the biggest causes is these constitutional conservatives, and that's why I'm so hard on them, because those guys in media and academia they present such a fantastically fake, distorted, screwed up view of freedom that that's why we find ourselves in the mess we're in, where a stewardess can just announce that it's so-called a crime, it's illegal for you to drink any of your own booze on board, even though they'll sell you their own booze. It's not about safety or anything else. They'll sell you their booze at inflated prices on the plane. That's fine. You can get as drunk as you want, really but you're not allowed to bring your own. And that people will hear that. They will think, God, gosh, that's a pretty big fine. I better not do it. They don't have any ability to think that, wow, that's just a obvious example of the kind of blatant propaganda in the minds of the people such that they will continue to believe they're free, even in the face of a fact that obvious. <laughs> that, that drinking your own alcohol, which you've already paid tax on <laughs> multiple times, on a plane where you can drink alcohol, but not your alcohol, is subject to a $30,000 arbitrary fine if they care to impose it on you. <laughs> People just accept that. See, they just accept that. And I know it maybe it seems like a small deal to people, but I'm telling you, it is a perfect illustration of the brainwashing that has taken hold as a result of the government education totally and completely controlling all of academia and the unified media of Hollywood TV and so-called news broadcasting along with print that has so distorted the people's ideas about what freedom actually is that those kinds of things can go on and people don't even notice them. They can, they can literally go on. People just simply accept the idea that there's all these things which aren't even crimes. See, a crime, a real crime, requires that you have a bad motive and you harm somebody or somebody's property. It's not okay to say it's a crime because I drank some of my own alcohol on a plane. That's not a crime. That's a made-up thing. But people can't see that. There is no victim. <laughs> There's no victim in that. Where's the victim? <laughs> well, where's the harm? Where's the bad intent? There's nothing. It's all made up. And the vast majority of these kinds of made-up 
so-called criminal statutes and violations and regulatory offenses, which is just the world is completely full of now. One, they're not crimes. That's why I'm doing vices are not crimes, because most of the time it's not vices anymore. It's these regulatory uh, so-called violations. And people don't understand that. But the vast majority of all these things that people call crimes and get ticketed for and you could easily go be put in prison for are these made-up things. Like I said, bald eagle feather. Bald eagles lose feathers, you know. You don't have to kill a bald eagle in order to get a bald eagle feather. But possessing one is a crime. <laughs> and it's punishable like quarter million bucks. That was quite a while ago. Just think of the lunacy that a people have to have in their mind to accept the reasonableness of something that insanely unreasonable. And I could go down a whole list, but I'm going to be going and discussing them when I do my trial by jury anyway, and my vices aren't crimes. Again, the point is to show people how distorted the framework is and who is it who pushes freedom in the framework on the people who are looking for freedom the constitutional conservatives and media. See, they've given people such a totally impossibly distorted, absurd, state-sponsored view of freedom that the people don't know what freedom is. They don't have any idea what freedom is. None. And it's, again, this truly fundamental, deep brainwashing. Think about what is not taught in public schools that should be taught, right? Instead of learning all this woke, stupid shit and whole math and whole reading, how come nobody understands or learns about, what about basic nutrition? How about that? Is that not an important thing to understand? Especially since most people come from families where no one understands it. And what are you going to teach if they did? As long as you keep the government involved, you're going to keep that fucking stupid ass food pyramid, right? Eat that thing, you'll die. It's a horrible diet. Always has been. Do people know anything about basic nutrition? No, of course not. <laughs> what about basic parenting? How about basic parenting? Why does everyone think they can just be a good parent? I don't understand. I don't get it. But how the hell would you know how to do something that complicated, which obviously is not occurring in the vast majority of society where people are just broken everywhere? Why isn't it taught? Why don't they teach that? What about narcissism? See, people don't understand how huge a problem that is now. And if you're able to spot it, huge amounts of this government shit would just go away. I've done shows on it, done entire shows about narcissism. Why don't they teach it? Okay, fine, it's true. They only started kind of learning mostly a lot of available stuff maybe in the last 15 or 20 years. But it's 15 or 20 years. Why isn't it in the schools? Why? Why aren't these simple things in schools? Why isn't basic logic taught? to anybody anymore. Why? Why is it? Nobody knows how to fucking think, right? They make sure everybody can't do math. What is the number one thing you hear in media or anything else? Like, oh, I can't do numbers when people call in. Oh, I, they try to give you like one or two numbers. Oh, I know. I know my people can't follow numbers. I know you hate numbers. Don't turn the channel. Don't turn the channel. <laughs> I says, this is what they've done. They've created a group of zombies. See, all of this is intentional. And I'm leaving out the fact that they fluoridate your water, they give you GMOs, they hit you with EMF all the time. No one has any idea what's going on with that. They have these schools run where a bell goes off right in the middle of learning something. There's plenty of research out there with regards to how to learn. And they use the systems that make sure you'll never learn, you'll hate learning, you'll associate learning with boredom and frustration. 
because you don't learn anything. You memorize these useless fake facts that they give people. They don't teach you how to think. Why? They don't want people to be able to think. That's why. And they've succeeded. See, they've succeeded. You are a fish in water in this society. Everybody is immersed in a completely illogical, total propaganda system. And what people can't see is that it's all by design. They want these masses, these hundreds of millions of people, billions of people all over the planet, as stupid and confused as possible. They're so much easier to control. And all you have to do is look at the most recent examples of this stupid COVID nonsense, which from day one I said it's an absurdity. I could not believe people were accepting it. I could not believe they were wheeling out a fucking loser like Tony Fauci to promote it. And that Trump fans were like, oh, Trump's my man, and Tony Fauci's a brilliant man, all this other shit. It's like people have no memory. That guy's been a fraud for 30 years in government. So many protests against Fauci for all the fucking people he kills with all that age shit. He was in charge of all it. He's trying to roll out all these things. And yet, what am I watching? I'm watching people just accept it, face value. Why? Because they've been so totally indoctrinated into just believing authority and regurgitating shit as opposed to being taught to think and be skeptical. The government is never going to want you to be able to think and be skeptical because everything the government says is a lie and everything the government has is stolen, just as Nietzsche said. So they have to have everybody as completely stupefied into a confused state that they can be easily manipulated. And anybody can look around and see we're there. We've been there for God knows how long. And we don't know what the smartphones are doing. We have no idea. But we know it's not good. Over the last 15 years, society is collapsing. Does anybody mention it? No. Everything's about more government programs, more so-called government solutions. All of it's totally unconstitutional. None of it works. How much evidence do we need? I don't get it. 240 years in one direction. I don't get it. Is that not enough? We really need to run it 241 years. <laughs> All one direction. And then we're going to run it for one more election cycle. Okay, so we're going to wait till this election cycle. Okay. And then if this one happens, are we going to sit? We're going to fold up shop? No. They'll just keep pushing 2024. See, the reason people are susceptible to this nonsense about voting and this time's different and my guy's different and they forget all this shit that happened is because they can't think. They don't have any basic logical reasoning ability. It's all gone. Because what's promoted in school is the regurgitation of facts, not thinking outside the box and skepticism. It's regurgitating the official narrative, however they care for that to be. And so now that's been going on so long that all the people who have gotten into the so-called good schools are all these people who are just fantastically good at regurgitating facts. Now there are a very, 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 very small number of those people who are also very good at doing the kinds of things I do and thinking outside the box, but they know that they can't do that and survive in the system. So they simply go along and fake it. And periodically they come out later on and get smashed by the system and kicked out. But for the most part, that's the way it works. And of course, all you have to do is look at this Ukraine situation, this utterly ridiculous narrative they're spewing about Ukraine and who's spewing it. The same people who totally fucked everything up in Afghanistan for 20 years, that just this last summer, everyone was talking about how incompetent they are. Now they wheel out those same people as experts on TV and they tell you all about how it's all happening. 
and all the same kinds of people who've been lying to you for two years about COVID and every other issue, Iraq, weapons of mass destruction, Afghanistan, Vietnam, go down the list. All they do is lie. I've challenged people to please show me one single foreign policy issue where the United States is actually telling the truth throughout history. Name one single war where leading up to it, the United States position was actually true. (laughs) There isn't one. They're always lying about this. And yet, again, every single time the people accept it as true. So they've been lied to for two years about COVID. Those people see that. They see they were lied to about Afghanistan. They see that. Then they run on media, the stupid shit about the Ukraine, and show these videos that have no proof of anything, and the people just immediately accept it. (laughs) It's just... It's, it's mind-bending to me. It is the culmination of a complete and total destruction of the ability to learn. See, most people, their jobs, they're not necessary. They don't have to do anything. They, they would die out in the wild. They have no skills. They have no ability to critically think. But they can be propped up and kept alive and reproduced because of this preposterous fake money system. And they're going to keep doing this long enough in order to build this electronic prison where you get a QR code on your phone. And that's pretty much everything. And anytime they care to, they simply shut you off. And they can track you, and so you can't leave your house. If you leave your house, you get an automatic fine deducted out of your thing. If, if you try to uh, bypass that, they'll just come arrest you. If you don't take your monthly or weekly uh, updated vax or pills or whatever it is, well, then you lose the rights to go on the internet or to leave the house or to go to work. Or you lose your license. It'll all be closed down. See, that's all they have to do is get this one last push. And then once they have that, then they will slowly enslave everybody even more. And I don't see any evidence that's going to be stopped because the people literally can't think anymore. And I don't know how you reach people once they're at this point. You know, Yuri Bezmenov says that once the people are this demoralized, which is just a technical term of art and propaganda, then there's no amount of evidence that can be shown to them. And I think it's maybe even beyond that at this point that most people are incapable of even assessing what is evidence or if they have evidence in front of them, being able to use their mind to actually think through it. This Ukraine thing is is mind-bending to me. They they literally have been caught over and over already in the first week showing fake shit all the time, and yet the people continue to believe. The narrative makes no sense whatsoever. See, what people can't understand is that they literally issue information and positions all over the board. So they make it impossible to sort it out. But there is a way to sort it out, and that is that if it's running in the news, then it's not true. What is true, I don't know, but we can know it's not true because they never tell us the truth. And if it's running in the news, it's running in the news for a reason. They're either doing something they're not telling us about or they're distracting us from doing something else they're also not telling us about. Because it's always the same. And in retrospect, it's always the same. Sure, you can't tell right away. You can't know what's going on. Nobody can know what's going on in Ukraine. Situation that complex involving so many different people is totally impossible. And yet, what do you see? You see these idiots on the media arguing about these positions. They talk about we and us and they and what we and us and they and Putin and Biden are doing and thinking and saying and planning. It's utterly beyond absurd speculation and nonsense. They discuss things that are supposedly going on on the ground. Commanders on the ground have a difficult time figuring out what is the actual situation. (laughs) They have a hard time. 
they're getting feedback from different people in different spots they can't see and be at. The assessments may not be accurate. There's no way to know. Something like this, a gigantic war theater going on, who knows what the hell's going on or why it's happening? It's enough to just say we don't know and then to identify these propagandists for the state pushing these fairy tale black and white narratives to know that this whole thing is not in our benefit. Nothing the government does like this is ever in our benefit. There's never a war that's in our benefit. They're all banker wars. You don't need to know anything else. If people were taught how to think, they'd know that. But you look around and what do you see? <laughs> you see the evidence everywhere. People can't think. You confront them with this stuff and they blow up. It's just too much cognitive dissonance. And so these issues are the kinds of issues that actually need to be discussed. And yet nobody actually ever discusses them. And again, that's completely expected because the people who are making millions and millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars in media on every single side are 100% controlled. That's just all there is to it. You don't need to know anything else about them other than that if they make millions of dollars inside of the official media system, they are controlled. <laughs> That's it. God, if people just had half a brain, we could get out of this. God, it's just very frustrating to me. You know, it really is. I just have such contempt, really, for the average person at this point. Because for 20 years, we've had the Internet. Look, before the Internet, I get it. How the hell are you supposed to figure shit out? You can't. But once you have the Internet and the people alive today, if you're 35 years old, you've had the Internet basically your whole life. If you're 40, you've had it since you were 20 in college. What the fuck is the excuse at this point? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand what is the excuse to continue to buy this stupid bullshit that people do buy. Busy, busy, busy. That's how they keep the people. Just like it says in Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, it works like a charm. And now they have this pressure system where if you step outside, you just get crushed by the system. You know what I mean? Just cancel culture. The businesses cancel you. Nobody can speak any truth at this point. Nobody in media can ever speak any truth. And you can just say that they have no integrity because they could do it on their own site and just make way less money. But they don't. But they don't. So. All right. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, I just, I was so struck by that. $30,000 fine and the reaction of people. There was no uproar. There was nothing. The people sitting next to me, I asked them about it. They just kind of shrugged it off like, wow, that's a lot of money. It's an expensive drink. <laughs> I was just thinking, my God, just I just live amongst a bunch of uh, people with mentality of slaves. And I just don't like it because I don't have the mentality of a slave. So, all right, that's it. I, I, the show's kind of already run over, but... <sighs> It's just such an amazing situation we're in. It really is. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review on Twitter, and I, I, I tweet about this kind of stuff, and I kind of enjoy that A lot of the people in that Twitter sphere of mine, they're really sharp, funny people. I enjoy them. And there's no update on the Jones Plantation movie. It's in post-production, and I'm looking forward to having it come out. And, of course, I really want to thank the people in Patreon who make it worth my time to make the show and who are like-minded and who are consistent in their beliefs. They put their money where their mouth is when it comes to a show they like. So thank you. I, I really, really do appreciate you guys because I take a lot of grief for the show. And, you know, my motivation to make it is to help individuals. And it really makes a difference when I realize there are people who actually, they don't just say it, they, they act on it. And that's a big difference. I've been gaslit so many times in my life. 
anyway. Thank you. So, and beyond that, I don't know what else there is really to say. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice Saturday wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Put your hands together.